CigarCast, your weekly one-stop shop for all things cigar-related, including industry news, reviews, and everything in between. I'm recording live from my kitchen table. I'm one of your hosts, Trey Devman, and Shane is off again this week. Uh, actually, um, basically what happened this week, guys, is that we were headed to record on our typical Wednesday night and when we got the call that... Um, Shane's wife was in a car accident. Now, she's okay. She's perfectly fine. Um, but through a unfortunate scheduling circumstances, this was going to be our only night to record this week. And we're just going to end up having to make it up. So I thought instead of that, um, I would give you guys just a quick taste, just me, and uh, let you know about a couple of things that are going on in the industry real quick, highlight a cigar under eight, and then uh, just make sure that you had a little taste to hold you over until we got back into the cigar shop next week. So without any further ado, I am going to light up a cigar because I'm not actually at my kitchen table. I'm outside. Uh, I am going down a road. We've talked a lot in the past about house cigars and how a lot of times you go to a shop and they've got a special house blend that you you can only get there. It's usually made by one of the larger cigar manufacturers. And about four months ago or so, uh, Austin here at Crown Cigars... um, brought in his own house blend and I have actually yet to have one so I thought tonight would be a good opportunity for me to light one up and let you guys know what I think about it. It is made by Alec Bradley which is a cigar that we don't smoke a whole lot of here on the show but it's one that I really like. Tend to um, not find a whole lot of selection in most humidors so it's hard to get my hand on them. The Prensado is a fantastic cigar. A little pricey for my taste but but definitely worth it if that's if that $12 uh, price range is kind of in your wheelhouse. Uh, this is a sun-grown wrapper. I'm smoking the Toro. You know, you can only get these at, at Crown Cigars and Nails here at, in Brentwood, Tennessee. Um, but I bet if you called Austin, he'd ship them to wherever you are. I can't vouch for that. Um, <laughs> but give it a try. Uh, anyway, sun-grown wrapper. I'm smoking the Toro size. Um, be interested to see what it does for me. All right. On to the news. So, like I said, this is going to be a quick one, um, but I had a this week. But I had a few things that came across my desk uh, this week that I definitely want to talk about. Uh, last week, uh, we talked about Hutch uh, Studio, which was doing the Terminator uh, Xi3 um, the modifications with the scrimshaw with the Terminator face on one side of the cutter and the um, you know and Schwarzenegger on the other. Um, found another re- article about Hutch Studios, and this is a company that I've heard of quite a bit, but r- really starting to come across Half Wheels where I found this article. And this is the second time in as many weeks that they've highlighted something. Uh, so he's so it looks like Rich Rick Hutchings, who owns Hutch Studios, is really making a push into the market. Um, this particular cutter that he's announced this week are Kiranite colors, and that's what I thought was kind of interesting about these. They're, they're based on a Zycar XI3, so you know they're going to be sharp, durable, and as far as I know, still carry the Zycar uh, lifetime warranty in terms of um, in terms of functionality. I can't, I don't know that for certain, um, but I, I believe I've heard that if you know if the blades get nicked or something like that, um, that's assuming that you want to shell out the two hundred and fifty dollars each. Um, to begin with, Kiranite apparently, and this is this is what I thought was so interesting. These remind me of the old um, 
used to see these all the time in the 80s. These, the, the floors that had, they look like concrete, but they had specks all in them. My, my elementary school growing up had a floor like this. There's a terrazzo. It looks a lot like terrazzo. Um, Kieranite is, is an acrylic material with thin strands of poly paper swirled in. It's a really cool effect. And I don't know how expensive or inexpensive this material is to work with, but I've just got to say, looking at these is very, very interesting. And I would love to see, you know, humidors and cutters and, and, and a lot more um, accessories, even lighters. I'm sure you could find a way to, I mean, with it being acrylic, you could probably mold it into any shape. So I, I, I really hope to see more of this. But they're, they're really cool. Like I said, 250 bucks each. So it's not exactly a everyday spin. Um, but it just one more offering from Hutch Studios that makes me think we definitely need to keep an eye on these guys. All right. Even though Shane's not here, i got to bring the show down for a little bit and talk about something legislative. But the good news is this week, um, I've actually, it's not about the FDA. It's about kind of a win for the cigar industry. California was had a had a bill in the legislature and later on the governor's desk that would ban smoking on the beaches and in the state parks. For the third time that they have tried to pass this bill, it has been vetoed again. It's really nice having someone in an executive branch somewhere that is on our side. Um, but basically, the 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 premise of the bill is that errant cigarette and cigar ashes and, and butts were leading to some of the wildfires that's plaguing that, that state. So I definitely understand the intent to try and curtail some of that. Um, but ultimately, the governor had a great quote, and he said, we have many rules telling us what we can't do, and these are wide open spaces. Uh, he also went on to say, third time is not always a charm. So uh, good on you, Governor Jerry Brown of California. It's good to know that we cigar smokers still have... Uh, someone on our side. All right. On to the next one. And this one is exciting just because of what it is. Uh, Fuente announced this year at IPCPR that they were going to be releasing the Don Carlos, The Man, and Humidor. Well, that has finally started shipping. I actually, and the reason I'm bringing this up is I actually got my hands on one of these today. Didn't get to smoke it um, yet. But I've got to say, I'm really not impressed. Uh, you know, I realize the proof of the pudding is in the smoking it, but it really doesn't seem to have a whole lot going on. It smells kind of flat. Um, it doesn't look like anything impressive. Apparently, it's based on the um, it's based on the Don Carlos, but with some kind of modifications to the blend from Carlito or, or Carlos Fuente Jr. So. You know, it could be kind of interesting. It's it's from the Chateau La Fuente Farms in the Dominican Republic, just like all of their um, Opus line is. It's a um, you know, and what's what's really interesting too is I'm finding out that the MSRP on this cigar is fourteen dollars, but because of the limited release, um, I've seen them as high as twenty five already. So I really expect to see this cigar going for upwards of fifty dollars a stick for from the real aficionados who are trying to get their hands on these. So if you come across a Don Carlos the Man, I def I would say. Try and try and get your hands on it because the resale market on this is going to be huge. Um, 
but yeah. So, oh, but the other the other really cool thing about this is that um, 800 humidors are also being sold. And what's really neat about this humidor is that it's it holds 150 cigars, 14 of which can be stored in a secret compartment on the back. And it's just a really cool little design feature that I think is really cool. And it's a small, it's a, it's a, a nod back to Fuente Sr., who was known for giving people cigars, you know, right out of his pocket, you know, always had one to share. And so, but always had one, a way to hide cigars for himself as well. So this is kind of that way of being able to say, like we were talking about on the show a couple weeks ago, you know, my humidor is open. But at the same time, you've got that little stowaway. Uh, so I think that might be interesting. I think they're selling for about 550 bucks each. If you can get your uh, hands on them, they're only about 800 being made. So those are going to be in limited supply as well. But keep an eye out for that. Like I said, I haven't smoked it yet. I'm looking forward to it just in that I'm really hoping it changes my mind. You know, typically the lighter the cigar you're not going to get a whole lot of benefit from aging it. So I'm hoping that this is maybe a little, maybe a little different because I'm hoping that putting some age on this thing will make it, will make it really um, shine. Okay. One more thing that I wanted to talk about, and then I will let you guys get on with your weekend. AJ Fernandez, a company that I am a huge fan of, has released the New World uh, Cameroon. Um, this is going to be coming to market at the beginning of the year, I believe. I was a huge, huge, huge fan of the AJ Fernandez New World when it came out probably six years ago, I think, maybe. Um, it's a brilliant cigar with that trademark AJ Fernandez spice up front. And at a price point at that time, around five bucks, I think now they're up about seven, depending on the size. You just couldn't beat it. And I'm a huge Cameroon fan. It's a very, very flavorful, savory wrapper. So I'm excited to see what they're going to be able to do with this. Uh, the binder and filler are both going to be Nicaraguan tobacco from his farms in Esteli. So I, we're still going to get that trademark AJ Fernandez flavor. And the best part is, I told you you'd get a cigar under eight this week. Um, they're all going to retail from five to seven dollars, and they're making um, seven different sizes from a petite lancero at five by 38 all the way up to a torpedo at six and a half by 52, a, uh, a six by 50 Toro, a five and a half by 54 Robusto, and a few others as well. Um, yeah, so this is going to be the third. No, this is going to be the fourth version of the of the New World that's out. The the original, um, the Connecticut, and then the Puro Especial, which is the Puro Especial, if you've never had it, is also a fantastic cigar, which is a Nicaraguan Puro grown exclusively at Esteli. It takes that A.J. Fernandez flavor and just cranks it up to 11. So be on the lookout for the New World Cameroon. I, as soon as I see this thing hit the market, I'm going to grab one and smoke it. And uh, let you guys, I'm going to smoke it on the show and let you guys know what I think about it. Speaking of cigars, uh, I've been talking pretty much consistently since we got started. So I haven't had a chance to really get this cigar nice and warm. However, I've got to say, you know, it's Alec Bradley doing what Alec Bradley does well. It's a very well balanced and smooth cigar for a house blend coming in around the six and a half dollar range, I think, um, 
you know, it's really hard to beat. I, I know Austin himself is supremely proud of this cigar and the blend that they came up with. And I've got to say, my hat's off to him. He has every right to be proud of this. It's a fantastic cigar. Um, so being a, lit, a bit one-sided on the conversation tonight, I think I am going to wrap it up and get back to this cigar and see what the rest of it does for me. In the meantime, uh, first and foremost, thank you all for being listeners to the show and for giving us your your feedback and your reviews on iTunes or wherever you find your podcast. Keep those coming. It really helps other people find the show, and we really appreciate it. Uh, If you have any ideas of stuff you want to hear us talk about, topics for future shows, or anything else, you can always get a hold of us at facebook.com slash thecigarcast. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at the Cigarcast, and you can email us at info at the cigarcast.com. Thank you all for listening. Smoke a good cigar and think well of us. Mm-hmm.